0: Hi FM 101.9 MHz of life It is 720. I'm Howard Feldman. Good morning. It'll take about a month or so for a cable repair ship to reach the site of the break in the West African cable system about 3,600 kilometers northwest of South Africa. That's according to My Broadband. Jan Vermeulen is the editor at My Broadband, and we wanted to check with him what on earth is going on there. Jan, a very good morning. Thanks as always for joining. How are you? Good morning. I'm well. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, I don't know because you don't have good news. First of all, no. is this? Uh, you know, I'm I'm very open to suggestion. Like I can't read the side effects on tablets because I'll get them. So 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 I know that about me. I now read about this, and suddenly my internet is definitely problematic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know if it's real or not. Are we actually being impacted?
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's not psychosomatic, and you're not a hypochondriac. Oh, thank God. Um, yeah. The the the, uh, the the some some ISPs, I think, pretty much most uh, residential consumer ISPs, the, the the big ones are are impacted by this. We we still have to, you know, they're, they're all a bit tight-lipped about how their their um, their arrangements work. But I mean, the these ISPs also have um, less control now over over mm-hmm. certain services. So, for example. Um, I noticed immediately that, say, between the hours, um, the, the, you know, late afternoon to, to late evening, right? So let's say from 5 p.m.-ish to 10 p.m.-ish, Disney Plus is just uh, it progressively worse. Yes, yes, that's um, exactly. So we were trying to watch something on Disney Plus
0: last night, and it was virtually impossible.
1: Okay, that's, that's good to know and I'm going to follow up with them directly just to find out what their network architecture looks like because it's actually not their fault in the sense that they use a third party provider called Akamai mm-hmm. um, and Akamai's product net storage to host their, their content in the country. And uh, when, uh, to, to get a little bit technical, I did these things called trace routes and I noticed that at some point in the day, the the traffic gets routed instead of to a server inside Teraco in Johannesburg. Mm-hmm. It gets routed overseas somewhere. So I, I don't know exactly where that somewhere is yet, but it, it, it essentially, you know, um, instead of you, you being uh, able to get your content directly locally, it's being routed via uh, an overseas link, uh, and uh, one of our big overseas links is off. So, so that's causing problems, and I, and I don't understand why that's happening, and I'll, I'll contact them to find out, you know, what mm. about mm. the wax undersea cable break causes Akamai to reroute. But Akamai is not the only one, so this isn't unusual. A major a uh, provider of, um, let's call it, you know, web and internet services called Cloudflare. Cloudflare is a company that helps websites like us defend ourselves from things called DDoS attacks. Mm-hmm. It also provides a host of other services, caching and, and all kinds of fancy stuff to make, the, in the end, to make the web experience more stable and faster. That's what Cloudflare right. does. Right. And Cloudflare's all of its um, South African nodes are rerouting. It has nodes in Cape Town, Joburg and Durban, and all of them are rerouting. And, uh, and so I'm expecting comment from them this morning about um, what's happening there and, and uh, why the, the wax cable going down has caused them to have to reroute traffic. So you, you are not alone. It is impacting several services. Some of them continue to work well. So mm. mostly I found YouTube works fine. Netflix works fine. Um, but uh, some services are, are uh, more, you know, are worse impacted, uh, and, and that, that's including Disney Plus. And then some some sites running Cloudflare, and it's only during certain times of the day. So it feels to me there's yeah. this principle of link saturation, and so it feels to me like what's happening is because of WAX going down, the backup links. That these companies have, Akamai, Cloudflare, etc., um, are being saturated by the by the traffic that would have gone over WAX, and now have to go over their backup links, whichever whichever links those might be. Mm. And and I think that's what's happening late in the day. And and I don't know if your experience was the same. That it was it was
0: late in the, it day. Was late in the day. Absolutely yeah. right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, yeah. Uh, if folks are experiencing slow internet, the the undersea cable break um, uh, uh, on Wax and Sat3, but mainly Wax, is probably the reason. And it's because there was a rock fall in the Congo Canyon. Um, and, uh, yeah, and explain and,
0: that to me. What is it, What do you mean? First of all, isn't Congo landlocked?
1: <laughs> right. So no, the Democratic Republic of Congo has a uh, tiny strip of land that connects it to the ocean and uh, the, the, the Congolese Republic that's right next door to it, right. um, also, uh, but it the, the, the also reaches the ocean. But be that as it may, essentially what's, what's happening here is um, they, they can't say exactly where it is. So it's somewhere between the DRC's southern border on the coast. And Cameroon's northern border. Uh, so, so it's somewhere in that range where the, where the cable break is. Um, we don't have an exact layout of where the cable, mm. um, is laid. And that's probably a good thing because, um, you don't necessarily want everybody to know exactly where the right, cable goes. Enough. But if you f- pretty much follow the wax cable from where it lands in, so- in South Africa, just north of Cape Town, 3,700 kilometers north you will reach this cable break. They, they've got this fancy tool that allows mm. them to see where um, it is, mm. roughly where it's broken so that the ship knows where to, where to anchor so that it can pull the, ship up, uh, pull the cable up onto deck and repair it.
0: Unbelievable. But now, how many of these cables do we rely on here in South Africa? I remember having a conversation with you before about, uh, about this, but I've got absolutely no recollection as to how many we have.
1: Yeah yeah so so um I think um a lot and and that's um that's part of you know uh, what people are asking is like why do we have all these cables coming into south africa if a break on one can disrupt our internet traffic so mm-hmm. much and and I'll try to explain what's going on there and hopefully this cable break is the kick in the pants that that people like akamai need um and Cloudflare to a lesser extent, because Cloudflare is not nearly as badly impacted as, as Akamai is. Mm. Um to to um get some redundant routes set up in South Africa. I know it comes at a cost, um, but the performance um on a on a service like Disney Plus being so bad is really inexcusable. Um and, and so we have two brand new, extremely high capacity cables that have landed in South Africa. The one is called Equiano, that is a Google um, owned cable. Google owns the whole cable, mm-hmm. and and then the other one is Two Africa, which is a consortium cable in which Facebook is a participant. Oh, so you know Facebook, and I think NTN is is on there, and like you know major major telcos have a stake in in the Two Africa cable. So um, you'll find those services less impacted. But the, yeah, so we've got these massive cables that are coming into South Africa, and so and that's not counting the ones on the east coast like Easy and Seacom which are are also have been available for Yonks. Um Equiano and two Africa are relatively new, but the reason I bring them up is they absolutely dwarf Wax and Uh Puty and Seacom. There's just there's so much undersea um international capacity available from South Africa on many redundant routes, um, that it, it really should not be necessary for something like this to happen. It comes at a cost and these contracts are signed Long term, they signed for like 10, 20 years, like satellite, almost like satellite carriage Mm, contracts. mm. Um, and so you, you as a, as a, you know, a liquid telecom, for example, owns, uh, capacity on, on Equiano. They, they own a fiber pair in Equiano. So, so how Google's business model works is it, it, it brings in 12 fiber pairs. Now, to explain the extent of 12 fiber pairs, um, in a big, in a cable like that, wax is two. Two fiber pairs. Right. Google's Equiano is 12. I, I mean, and so it, therefore it really should have, because you think it's a 6x s- higher capacity s- on So that it table. should
0: really have little impact.
1: There's almost no excuse for this. Yeah, it's really a money issue. This is not a technical issue, it's a money issue. People, people, and especially platform providers, because our ISPs, um, uh, let me see if I can explain this. Our, our ISPs are actually m- are more reliant now than ever on, on content owners and, and platform providers operating well from uh, mm. internet exchange points like Teraco, right? So uh, it's no longer that um, uh, individual ISPs have to essentially facilitate traffic. Um, uh, internationally for you to directly pull YouTube videos from Google right. servers right. in California. That no longer happens. Most of that content gets pushed closer to where people are consuming it. In this case, our internet exchange points, um, run by the likes of Nap Africa mm. And, mm. and INX by, by ISPA. And, and so, um, the, the, the ISPs um, have pretty much no say in how that traffic is routed. So, um, if, if, Disney Plus is being, is rerouting its traffic from, you know, where it would get usually picked up at TerraCode to some other internet exchange point somewhere in Europe, there's nothing our ISPs can do about that really. And so, um, the, the responsibility here is on the, 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 the platform providers and the, the content owners themselves. To make sure that they've got the, the, the network architecture is 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 built in such a way and designed in such a way that it's resilient to this sort of thing.
0: Very very interesting and actually quite comforting in a way because then there is somebody to hold to account. Jan Van thank you for that. Editor at My Broadband explaining to us about uh, what has gone on and what is going on with us under under water sea cable.